episode 557. Thank you all for listening to episode 556. Mommy comes home. I am Gray on the bottom here with my co-host. Bear in the middle. And oh. parrot on top. No. Mommy's <laughs> on top, you damn it. You no, fucked up my sandwich. No. Now it's a bear sandwich. Now. <laughs> now it's a oh. bear sandwich. Thanks a lot, hey, parrot. Hey. Do you expect anything less than my return? Fuck it no. all up. Return of the bird. I used my thing up. I think that was perfect. It was. It was great. And now we've got the bird returning to the show. Love it. Haven't seen the bird in a couple weeks. What is this? You were gone, what, three weeks from the show? Yep. Damn. It was just me and Bear holding down a fort. As always. Doing our best. Yeah, we had a long uh, sports episode a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> it was good. I think it was after, what, after the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was, ah, damn it. I watched the Super Bowl on a boat in Key West. Nice. Yeah, Parrot was living the life. Got to swim in the ocean, do some fishing, do the bird thing. So, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter or X. And Instagram at Songs by West. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line podcast. Brandon will hook you up with that merch deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not. Las Vegas, Nevada. I know a guy that might be uh, doing some part-time shit for Sean soon. Nice. Yeah. We may or may not know him. I have a feeling we may know him if you said that. Yes, we may. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we may, but it allows the uh, it allows that person to work and do some shows. So I appreciate that. Boom, boom. So hopefully that goes well for that gentleman. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook, check out Paper Denim Art. Tell Danny what you are looking for, and she will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to we got so many damn thank yous. Great key merch. Email us, greatkeymerch, gmail.com, and tell us if you need any vending or festival needs for your merchandise, and we will help you out on the vending side. Thank you to Sparty Steve, and last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get over to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation when you mention Over the Land podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. The greatest thing to ever happen to this podcast is COVID. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because we always would meet here at my house on Wednesdays. And like now it wouldn't be bad for you. Parrot, it would suck. Cody would never see. Yeah. Like it's like we do now. So it would kind of be like it is now. Pretty but nice. uh, uh, it, it is so much better to do it this way on Zoom. Less getting shit out and putting it on the table and trying to record it, doing the audacity thing. Once we figured out Zoom... It was like, man, this is rocking and rolling. This is how you do a podcast. Yeah, made it a lot easier and saves on gas. Yeah. Thank you to Sunoco, unofficial sponsor of uh, <laughs> today's show. You don't miss freezing in your garage recording a podcast. Oh, God, that was brutal. <laughs> or sweating our asses off in the garage recording a podcast. Too. <laughs> yeah. Either or. And then when finally, when we got to the house, took over the room, worked out, and then, you know, COVID hit, and we were all, I was trying to figure it out on the phone, what we do, and it was crazy, and then finally, we're like, wait a minute, Zoom can do this for us. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. This is what we need to do. And I since did. then, we haven't, we were, what was the last episode we did in person? 400? 
I think, right? Yep. Yeah, we had episode 400. It's the last one we did in person. Man, that's been a long time. A couple years almost, but it's fine. Whatever. Is what it is. So, let's uh, let's go to golf, man. Parrot, all I got to say is, and before you go into what happened last week, Parrot has not missed a cut yet. He is leading the way in golf. I mean, dominating, per se. Um, but yeah, we had um, an interesting one at the Mexico Open. Um, Jake Knapp, a uh, a bouncer two years ago in Canadian, a really? bouncer. Yeah, he was bouncing. He um, he was going around on the um, DP, not DP, um, a couple of the smaller tours. Corn Ferry um, didn't make it. Ended up bouncing two years ago at a bar in Canada. Um, kind of get you know making money to keep golfing because he knew he had it in him. Um, is, is, I think it's his fee. I don't know if it was fiance or wife. I, I don't, I can't remember who it was, but, um, uh, she supported him quite a bit, got him back in, won a corn fairy tour, which got him into the Mexico open. And I'm sorry, won an event on the corn fairy tour, which got him to the Mexico open, which winning the Mexico open, um, got him now he will be playing in the masters. So, and the PGA, and I think it gets him a two year card on tour. So, um, you know, he just, he won $1.4 million, um, you know, gets a, gets two year card on tour, gets to go to the masters and PGA championship this year. Um, and gets to be in some big, uh, big money events. I think he's 52 in the OWGNR standings now. So good for him, man. It's a good story. Um, you know, he shoots 67, 64, 63, shoots 71 on Sunday, um, hit three fairways. I think they said it was the first time. It was the first time ever a player was like under 40% on fairways hit to win on Sunday. So impressive there. Didn't have his best stuff and still ended up uh, still ended up winning by two. So good for Jake Natman. It's good good story. Um, and actually it's funny because his girlfriend actually flew in Saturday to Mexico Saturday night so she could watch him on Sunday because you know he was probably like, Yeah, I got no shot of this. So pretty cool there. Um, Sammy Valimaki, who I've not seen before, but I watched him play. I watched, um, I did watch all of golf on Sunday, actually, just to see these guys because I've never seen them before. Um, and dude played really well, ended up shooting 69 on Sunday, just so close to making a few putts that could have got him there. And he just missed a few. Um, you know, he could have, he could have definitely been up there. I think he was down by one on like hole 12 or 13. And then Knapp ended up birdieing and going back up by two again and pretty much held that the rest of it. So pretty fun tournament actually for the Mexico open. Um, CT Pan, Steven Yeager, Justin Lower were third, Patrick Rogers, Bobby McIntyre, Carson Young uh, tied six. I'm sorry. Rogers and McIntyre side tied six. Carson Young, Doug Gim, Andrew Novak, Eric Van Ruen and Chan Kim all tied eighth for your top 10. For us, three of us made the cut. Two of, oh, I forgot there's six of us. Three, we split three and three this week. Um, unfortunately for Gray, Cody, and Jeremy, all their golfers missed the cut. Taylor Pendrith, obviously Cody didn't pick, so we gave him a nobody. Uh, Renato Nalu and uh, Jeremy and Sam Stevens, who actually was one of the um, top five favorites for the tournament, ended up missing the cut. Um, Dub gets a 52 out of Nikolai Hosgard. Um, Parrot gets a 13 out of Steven Yeager, and I get the third, or I'm sorry, out of Tony Finau, and I get the third out of Steven Yeager, um, who's been playing some good golf. I've I sneak him into my DraftKings lineups about every week, and the dude always is like top 20. So it's a good time to give me a top three, and he's playing again this week. 
can't pick him, but if you uh, are in DraftKings, Steven Yeager, though they finally priced him up a little bit, he used to run at about 7,700, and they've moved him up, I think, to 8,900 this week. So not great. Um, but this week we're finally hitting the Florida swing. It means we're getting closer to spring. Um, this was the Honda Classic forever. Now it's the Cognizant Classic, played at PGA National, Jack's Course. Um, one of the toughest events, non-major, they're going to play all year. I think I read a stat actually that six of the last 10 years, it was the toughest non-major course, um, you know, of the of the four, obviously, right? Not counting um, Sawgrass. It's played tougher than Sawgrass, and it will play tougher than Sawgrass probably again this year. The thing with PGA National, um, you know, it's right on the water. You get a lot of breezes, especially now in Florida. So um, it'll be it'll be a very interesting week, pending on it. The last few years, actually, we've been in double digits um, for the scores. Chris Kirk won last year at 14 under. Straka at 10 under the year before that. Matt Jones at 12 under. Um, but the last few years before that, it was all single-digit scoring. So it depends the weather we get. You could um, could definitely see some, some single digits this week for the winner and, and a really tough course. So um, it would be a good event, though. I think we have 15 of the top 50 playing, 19 of the top 50, excuse me, playing this week. Um, so pretty big. And, you know, it's right near Jupiter, Florida, where a lot of the guys live. You know, Rory lives there. Obviously, Tiger is not playing this week. But Rory, Matt Fitzpatrick, um, Andrew Sevenson, a lot of these guys live on this course pretty much and play here a lot. So that's why you see their names up there higher on the favorites list. Um, but. This week, Parrot 25.9, starting off, I'm at 29.3, Jeremy at 37.4, Gray at 41.4, Dub at 44.6, and Cody at 56. So Parrot gets first run at PGA National this week. Uh, I'm going with uh, Russell Henley. Former champion here. Russell, I wear a Henley for Parrot. Good pick. Yeah. Love that. Um, I'm going with Daniel Berger this week. Um, I think he's finally healthy. He's made two or three cuts this year, but he's another guy who uh, has played well at this course and lives around Jupiter, Florida, plays this course a lot. So if Daniel Berger is healthy, I can see him getting around here and getting me uh, what I go for, top 20s every week. So hopefully he can do that for me. I just changed my pick. So I'm going to go with Sugar Shane Lowry. Okay. Couple top five past couple of years here. Let's get the dub. Big Irishman. Yeah. He, he attacks this course pretty well. So, um, but again, you know, you get guys who can play in these weather conditions, right? You get the Europeans like a Fitzpatrick or a Shane Lowry who knows how to play in the wind. And if you get a windy sword tournament, those are the guys who are going to be able to grind it out and get you those top fives, top tens or wins. So it's a good pick this week. We know Cody ain't going to pick. Dub and Jeremy will get our picks, so we'll have that in this week. On to uh, NASCAR, one of the best finishes I have ever seen in terms um, of how close it was. Yeah, it was definitely um, definitely the best finish I think I've ever seen since Ugh, probably Darling, that Darlington race with what, what was that? Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch, I think, when they were like just banging into each other. I mean, it's the coolest thing I've seen, and it won't ever top it. But Ross Chastain 
ripping the fucking outside wall at Martins, but nothing will ever top that for me. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. That, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen on a NASCAR, but it wasn't for the finish. It was just to get to the playoff or get to the next round of the playoffs. He finished what sixth or whatever, just passing Hamlin. That was 100% the coolest thing I've ever seen on a track. This race though, in general was probably the best race and finish um, that NASCAR has had. And definitely the best race, the finish maybe ever, but definitely the best race they've had in a long time, especially after a wreck on lap fucking two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was Kidding. like, I think I even sent that to you guys. Like, um, are we watching Xfinity again or what? Like, good grief. I mean, these yeah, guys. You're like, because I wasn't watching yet. And you guys, you guys were like, well, wreck. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Lap two. And I mean, just the way, just the way they were running the whole time, it was it was crazy. I mean, they were just running hard, running fast. And yeah, there was, they were all, there was no teammates um, in that Atlanta race. So, <laughs> Parrot, did you ever get to see the finish? I saw a picture of it, but I never watched it. Dude, it was literally the coolest thing just a while. I'm like, holy shit. Because of course, of course, I was pulling for Kyle Bush. <laughs> Didn't even realize I took Suarez. Totally forgot about it. Suarez ends up winning the race. Forgot I took him. I, was I didn't like, even oh. remember you took him either. I, when <laughs> I pulled this up to put mine in, I was like, oh, look at Greg. Good for him because I totally forgot. Dude, about totally I don't forgot think, who I picked. I don't even think you played him in league or in DraftKings. I don't think you played him in either. Uh, I played him. I did not play him in the league, and I don't think I played him in DraftKings. I played pretty much my lineup for both in that, and that was kind of the dumbest thing ever, by the way. Shouldn't have done that. And Because, uh, I mean, they fucking wrecked. But, I mean, it still did okay, but I'm still in the wall. And then, unfortunately, yeah. my mother-in-law is furthest in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Sorry, Connie. You'll get there, though. You'll get there. She will. Oh. She, she'll start doing some studying and be like, this is bullshit. Yeah, there's... There's um, it's early, and when you go super speedway, pretty much super speedway. I mean, you're just like you say, you're throwing darts at a wall. This, these next few weeks are the weeks where cream will rise to the top. So that you have to. This is where you start bringing the big dogs out here again. Um, you know, at these skill tracks, you know, your Vegas's, your Phoenixes, your Bristol, not not on the dirt real bristol we're back for the food city 500 in a couple weeks like exciting stuff coming up right um, and here before we before we get into some of this stuff let me let me show this to parrot i want him to see this yeah killer finish be able to watch it if he didn't watch it you guys need to pull it up or listen when uh gray has it up here parrot can you see this uh, yep is it playing for you uh yeah now it is it's like picture frames but it's playing hold on because when we share this it's always a pain in the ass hold on all right so parrot now you should be able to see it you ready for it yep the support from the back so this is the last lap and you just kind of knew the way they were pushing it was about to get crazy when Kyle went to the middle, I thought he was done. I thought he was dropping. Oh, I did too. And then, and then Bubba follows him, and I was like, oh, man, Blaney's fucked. Look at this. Parrot. Come to the flag. Three abreast. I thought Blaney had him too. I did too. I think it's Blaney. Unbelievable. Yeah. So Clint Boyer. 
Have you ever seen anything like that? Scoring. Scoring has the margin between the first three cars at zero point zero. That was so close. How awesome was that? That was. I love Clint Boyer. Yeah, when they showed this, I'm like, it's Suarez. When they, because it's who gets to the yellow. Yep. Because it looks like Blaney the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah I'm and sitting there. Boom. Frame stop motion to the line. Mm -hmm. That's too close to call. <laughs> My God, dude. Unbelievable. I thought wow. it was Blaney, but that picture right there. I think they all win. Unbelievable. They, that was awesome. they all win. Yeah. And then That's Ross cool. goes out with him like, go back to your home. <laughs> well, them track house guys stick together, man. They do. Suarez did it with uh, Ross a couple times last year, so. How yeah, so Suarez doesn't need to win on a uh, doesn't need to win on a road course. Wins Atlanta. He's a, he's finished. He's had I think he had top tens the last three times there. So it's not a track that he does bad at. He does very well at Atlanta, and he got a win, well deserved. So so yeah, so he's in the playoffs. Uh, yep, he's in the playoffs. Two different winners, Byron and Suarez, to start the year. Um, so yeah, so we've also had two different winners. So hopefully we can make a three peat of this. Um, but yeah, we had a dub take Ty Gibbs. I had Justin Haley, uh, Gray obviously had Suarez who won. Cody had Logano, Parrot had Chris Busher, and Jeremy had Chase Elliott. Um, you know, Chase got Jeremy a 15, Busher got a nine for Parrot, 28 out of Logano, of the win out of Suarez, a 20 out of Justin Haley, and a 10 out of Ty Gibbs. So, your updated standings after two weeks in NASCAR, we have um dub at 12 we have myself at 24 gray at 13 cody at 24 parrot at five and jeremy at 10 so parrot with five by the way before we get into that um jeremy gave me his pick for golf adam svensson mm. good pick very good pick so yeah, so um, Parrot, first on golf, first on NASCAR. Where are you going this week for Las Vegas? Uh, I'm going Tyler Reddick. All right. And Jeremy, who's in second, is going with Kyle Larson. Well, um, who are we going to pick for Cody before you take yours? Who says, Who screams Las Vegas? Ross Chastain, <laughs> partier, watermelons, drives well there. So we're actually giving him a decent pick. All right, Ross Chastain for Cody. Who, who has, the, by the way, the best average finish here in the last two years. Does he? Um, yeah, he's finished uh, average five and a half, three top fives. Um, you go, I'm at 13, shit. Well, you, uh, yeah, I'm last. I am going to go. Ooh. I thought about Larson. I don't want to use him yet, so I'm going to use the home – Homegrown hero here, and uh, one of my favorite drivers, Kyle Busch. Very nice. Um, I am going with Jeremy here. I'm definitely going Larson. I've used Kyle Larson at tracks where he, it seems like I pick him at the wrong spot. So I'm going to use him here. Um, I mean, he's won. He's finished third. He's won. I think he's got two out of the last four wins here. So. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to go Larson here. I, I need to get myself out of the Jimmy Johnson, Justin Haley, um, phase, but which is fine. I've used two nobodies, so I'm not too mad about it. Um, but yeah, I'm get myself a good, good finish out of Larson this week. 
get some technical racing this week. Perfect. And uh, can you give us the updated standings on trivia? He's typing it right now. And Jeremy's on the ball today. Yeah, hold on one second. Yes, sir. All right, so updated trivia standings. We have Gray at 29.5, Cody at 3, myself at 12.5, Dub and Parrot at 0. This is Parrot's week. We're going to bear. Is that a Modelo? What? Was that a Modelo? No. Stone Cold. What? What? What was it? What? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Boring. All right. Love the picks. Here's the trivia. J.J. McCarthy may be a first-round pick. If so, it would be the second year in a row. A quarterback going by the initial by initials has gone early in the draft. C.J. Stroud last year in the Super Bowl era. Who are the only other two quarterbacks going by initials who've been selected in the first round? Both were picked by the same franchise, and both were picked this century. Worth three points each. I hope my golfer does better than last weekend's pick. So quarterbacks that go by initials. Two quarterbacks go by initials, and they've been selected in the first round, and they were picked by the same team. Both. T.W. Aikman. In the <laughs> RG three, um, oh goodness, yeah, does that count? No, I don't think so. I, his name is always Robert Griffith the third. <laughs> I don't think we're I don't, well. I, I don't think we're going by nicknames here. Um, no, I don't yeah. think we are either. JJ Watt. Oh shit. I gotta think about this one for a second. I'm just trying to think about quarterbacks in general. Yeah, no kidding. Why a tittle? Is he when was he picked? 1960. The what century was he saying? Super Bowl era. The, the I don't even think why a tittle was that century. <laughs> uh, uh, man, that's a hard. Gotta be like the fucking Browns who've picked 97 quarterbacks this. T.I. Couch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to at least just think of one quarterback that goes by initials. I know one. I do I know one, but Yeah, he definitely wasn't first round. Yeah, I mean, ooh, this is, I'm drawing big blanks right now. Yep. I don't even think I'm going to have a guess. I can't even think of one quarterback that has initials. All right. Um, whatever. I'm oh. going with this. I'm getting zero. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. I, I found I got one in my head. So where is he drafted? He definitely wasn't the first round, but <laughs> maybe he was. I mean, you got all these other people that were like T. 
T.Y. Hilton, J.K. Dobbins, you know, but they're not quarterbacks. I know. I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah, done. So am I. I. This is hard. Perry, you done? I'm hoping yeah. maybe I get my one and that would be it. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, and go. Yeah. A.J. McCarron. I'm like, I don't think he was RG3. I'm putting it in. C.J. Bethard and T-Law. A.J. <laughs> McCarron. I don't think C.J. Bathard was a quarterback or was first rounder. The uh, God, A.J. McCarron was not a first rounder. I don't think, but it's the only one that came to mind. I think so either. And he was he get drafted by Cincinnati? Uh no. In this, in this, he was drafted by Washington. According oh, okay. to you no, know, he wasn't. I'm just saying according oh. how I set this up. I know R.G. three was Washington. Yeah. I mean, God, I'm just sitting here. Like, it took me a while just for C.J. Beathard, and I was like, who the hell? I didn't even think of A.J. McCarron. There's got to be another A.J. somewhere. A.J. Foyt. Ooh, what about T.J. Yates? I don't think he was first round, though. At least that's one, but the Texans. J.J. Yaley. J.J. Yeah, I think he drives a car. He um, tries to really hard. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he, he attempts to. All right, let's think of just quarterbacks while we wait for Jeremy. So we have three. We have A.J. McCarron, C.J. Beathard, and T.J. Yates. <laughs> There's got to be more. Oh, my goodness. I know. I, I went with Mac Jones. Maybe Mac stands for something else. <laughs> Dumbass Jones. Um, Tom, T TB12, does that count? TP12. He wasn't drafted this century, though. <laughs> what about PJ Washington? He wasn't first round. But that's he a good was, yeah. P, well, uh no, PJ no, he was no, drafted. No. He was the he was like XFL. It's not PJ Washington, though, is it? EJ Manuel and JP Lossman. Oh, with the the Bills. Oh yeah. man, I forgot about EJ Manuel and JP Lossman. PJ Walker. That's who we were thinking of. There you go. PJ Washington plays for the Mavericks, I think. Yep. Ugh, that is brutal. That was tough. I would have never guessed in a million years JP Lossman was a first round pick. Now EJ Manuel, I remember that was a terrible pick by the Bills, but whew, it's brutal. So no points this week for anybody. That's a stumper right there. And uh, he just mentioned sad news with the passing of Virgil. No, he's been the punchline of many jokes over the years, but people, from people, but I really enjoyed watching him in the WWF days. That's all I have this week. See you guys next week. Thank you, Jeremy, as always. And Ole Anderson. So there's going to be one more. Well, um, if you count Richard Lewis, that sucked because, I mean, he's not a wrestler, but yeah, I just watched because he's in Curb. And he was just two weeks ago on episode of Curb, and I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the last that. season of Curb. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, who There was somebody else who just died, too, I saw. I can't remember. But, yeah. Well, wrestlers, there'll be one more. There'll be one more somewhere. Hopefully uh, not. Yeah, oh, hopefully we'll see. not. Too many wrestlers. We're losing them left and right. Unfortunately. 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 So let's talk about. Um, so you, you see that they're taught that there's optimism about the uh, 14 team playoff already. They haven't played 12 yet. 
That's I what know. I don't understand. What are we doing? We're really going to talk about a 14-team playoff and we haven't even done one year of 12 yet? I mean, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. This is exact. I mean, it's just greed. It's all that it is. Total greed. Yep. Um, let's talk about the NBA real quick. So, uh, hottest team in the NBA right now is Boston. Best record in the NBA, seven and a half ahead of the Cavs, who, by the way, one of the best finishes for a guy and then closes it out with, uh, you know, an awesome, what was it, 53 footer? Yeah. Yes. It was a, uh, it was an absolute beast of a shot by Maxi Struess. By the way, if you go back and look, Cavs were down by 10 with two minutes to go. And yeah, he had five threes four, in three. two minutes. There were four. Well, he, well, he hit four in a row. And then they did their back and forth, and then he hit the game winner. So, yeah, five in the last two minutes. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, well, Maxi Strews can ball, man. If he gets hot. Where did he come from? Miami. That's what it was. Yep. Yep, came from Miami. Um, absolutely just. Perry, did you see it? No. Here, hold on. I got you. Left the Cavs are out of timeouts. They have to go 94 feet. Struess from midcourt. Oh shit! Do you believe? Oh shit! Yeah, he was absolute fire. Because what? weren't weren't a uh, Travis and Patrick there? Um, I'm not sure if they were. I know they made a comment. They were talking. They were talking about it. I'm not sure if they're actually there. Or not. <laughs> Just. What a finish. Dude's a stud. Dude is a stud. Just what a what a shot. Yeah, I wonder. I was looking at the standings. I wanted to. So Cavs are yeah, seven and a half out of Boston. Milwaukee's eight and a half. Knicks are eleven and a half. They got injury problems with Randall. They're probably going to drop off a little. Um, Heat and 76ers, 13 back. Magic and Pacers, both 13 and a half back. Bulls um, and Hawks in the last two spots. And um, I can see Toronto making maybe a little bit of a run to get up there. But other than that, I think the East is kind of set. Brooklyn stinks. The Raptors have talent. But I I think your 10 is going to be the 10 you see right now. I don't think anyone else is getting in there. Now, the West, on the other hand, I think go back and forth. Um, you got Minnesota and Oklahoma City leading the West right now. Denver, two games back. Clippers, three games back. Pelly's six and a half back. Suns, seven back. Kings, seven and a half. Mavericks, eight. Warriors and Lakers, ten and a half back. With the Jazz at 14 and a half back with a good team. Houston also has a good team at 16 back. And I think the bottom three are going to stay there. Memphis with no more John Morant the rest of the year is done. Portland and San Antonio are just young teams. I mean, they got a lot to they got a lot to learn. They ain't gonna get there. 
So I think you could still get, you know, two more teams there with the Jazz and Houston if they get hot into the West. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're, what, two months from the playoffs, I think? Yep. Two months from starting the playoffs in the NBA? Just crazy. A lot of shit happening. Yeah, That's same with the NHL. is kind of yep. the same way right now. Um, you, know, you got – you got Florida leading the East. Florida and Boston are tied in the East. Um, you got Toronto with 74 points. And don't look now. The Detroit Red Wings with 72 points. Winners of six in a row. I just heard last night they haven't won six in a row since 1922. What? Yep. How about that? I, I could have swore that that stat was incorrect. Could have swore it was incorrect. But that's what they said on the broadcast last night. So, hmm. insane. Um, that's in the East. In the Metro, you got the Rangers with 81 points, Carolina with 76, Philly with 69, nice, and the Devils with 64. Um, and the Capitals with 63, Penguins are right behind them with 62, the Islanders are right are right on them with 62. So, um, you know, it's it's pretty tight bunch there in the Metropolitan. Um, in the West, you have um, Winnipeg and Dallas and Western Central Division, both tied with 79 points. Colorado right behind them with 77. Nashville with 68. And then you got the Blues and Wild, both with 62. Arizona and Chicago pretty much out of it. Um, but your overall points leader right now is Vancouver. Vancouver Canucks are the best team in hockey with 83 points. Um, and Vegas, 10 points behind them with 73. Vancouver's got a huge lead. In the Wait Pacific. a minute. Hold on. I think Vancouver was my surprise team. Aha, it was. Nice. Well, they're definitely surprising because they are, uh, yeah, they're leading the NHL right now um, on pace for the President's Cup, for President's Trophy. Um, The curse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Nobody wants to have fucking trophy. No, not at all. No one's won that in a while. Um, You got Edmonton at 70 points, the Kings at 68, then you got the Flames with 63 and Seattle with 61. The Ducks and Sharks are pretty much dead and out of it. They're not very good. Um, So, yeah, a little running high. We got probably about a month left of hockey, a month and a half left of hockey before the playoffs start. So, we're getting there. Hockey's the best. Yes, it is. But right now, the Detroit Red Wings are the hottest team on the ice, um, along with Nashville. Both have actually won six in a row. Damn. 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 That's some good shit, pal. Good shit, pal. Great, great shit. All right. So, we've got AEW Revolution. Are you ready for it? There's only uh nine. There's only nine um, fights on this, which is surprising. I figured there would be. Don't worry, they'll add nineteen more. (laughs) We're gonna be working overtime just to put extra fights in. Because this is um this is Sting's last pay per view, right? He's done. He's retired the pay per view, correct? Yes. Is this on Saturday or Sunday? I don't know, honestly. That's a good question. That is a that's a that's a great that's a great question, pal. Great great question. Let's great, see. Great shit, pal. AEW Revolution Sunday. Oh, great! I gotta stay up late and watch that shit show. All right. Um, updated standings for wrestling. Dub in first. With 14. Jeremy, 13 points. 
Gray and Parrot both have 12. Myself and Peapod both have 11. And Cody has eight. He could be at 11 if he picked last week. The damn dog that won't leave me alone in that park. Just keep punting it like Baxter. Yeah, he's a dick. Yes, he is. Um, all right. So, open it up. Sting's final match and Darby Allen, tag team champs, with Ric Flair against Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's Sting's last match and they're the champions. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Young Bucks are, they got to win this, right? It doesn't really make sense. I think Sting retires as a tag champ. I think he can. I mean, he could, but it is the Young Bucks. You know that Sting will want to put him over, and they'll be like, ah, okay, we'll take it. Um, yeah, I'm going the Bucks here. Nah, I'm, I'm going the Sting and Darby. Um, I don't think they've lost. <laughs> exactly. I still don't think they're going to lose. I don't think he goes out last match with an L. Sorry, I skipped Parrot. Sting, Sting I thought you ate last, dinner like two hours ago. Sting's the last old school guy, man. He's the last guy putting people over in his last match. Apparently, he didn't eat two hours ago. I did. I'm just eating again. You fat fuck. It's the leftover burger. I'm just kidding. You weigh like 160 pounds. Doesn't mean you're not fat. 200 pounds, actually. No way. You actually hit 200? I don't know. I'm close. Weighed me today. I'm 185. Heaviest I've been in my life. You? God, I haven't seen 185 since sixth grade, probably. That's usually what I hover around. Yeah, they said my BMI was still in normal range, which is wild. So, yeah, I'd re- I, I like being fat. I'm a fat ass. Yeah. Her, to- st- <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to tell you, by the way, because I thought of you, I was at the casino on uh, Saturday and we went to. Um, we went to bar, so we we're gonna go to Regala, but um, couldn't. when were you at the casino on Saturday? Uh, six. Oh, okay, yeah, I probably I think I left at like four. Yeah, we uh, had dinner at Barstool, uh, or well, just sports book is what it says now. Barstool yeah. sign is gone. Um, and yeah, then yeah, uh, the bet book. Yeah, the bet book. Uh, we had what did I have? I oh, I had the uh, Buffalo Southwest chicken wrap or whatever it was. It's pretty Solid. good. Very good. And then uh and went and you know, my neighbors they played some slots and lost. I, I put uh what did I put? Like I think I had fifties and hundreds. I think I put a hundred in a machine, got it up to one seventy five within like a minute and a half and said, All right, I'm done. <laughs> there you go. My seventy five bucks set them up. Making they're money. Like, Real they're like, Really? Feel bad. I'm like, No, I made money. I'm good. Now I'm gonna drink drink free pop. Yeah. That's a um bought back just... my dinner money. I just bankrupt the casino. Yeah, so, I won. They not. lost. <laughs> they still got me on the food, though. So, but yeah, parrot. Uh, give me sting. 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 Right. Orange Julius versus Roderick Strong with Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett. By the way, Peapod is taking Sting and Darby Allen. Oh, then it's definitely going to be the Young Bucks if Peapod's on them. He's gotten roasted the last few AEW pay-per-views because he's not a true fan. True. All right. 
OC and Roddy Strong for whatever one of their 97 belts they have. The international championship. Who the hell's Matt Tavin and Mike Bennett? I don't even know those guys. Mike Bennett's Maria Canellis. Is that? No, her husband. Yeah. Isn't her name Maria Bennett in real life? Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Um, I don't even know who Roderick Strong is, actually. So, Roderick Piper. Is that who you're going with? I'm just telling you that's his name. Oh, okay. I think that's, I think that was Tombs, but. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Uh, he used to, he was in WWE and NXT, Roderick Strong. Let's just say it. Name sounds familiar. Uh. Oh, my God. Did you, by the way, we'll get down to it later. Fuck it. Uh, oh, it's my pick. Fuck. Uh, give me Orange Cassidy. Well, so I was waiting on you. Peapod's taking Roderick Strong, by the way. I want Orange Cassidy. Um, I feel like this dude's had this belt forever. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Strong as well. I'll go with Peapod here. I don't like it, but I will. Samoa Joe, your heavyweight champ in a three-way match with Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. Swerve's getting that belt eventually. He's got to, and it's I would think it's going to be here. He's just gotten so much, and that's where I wanted to go, but it seems like triple threats always end with the champion keeping the belt. Um, And it seems like Joe just does that, so I'm going to stick with Joe here. Parrot. Um, give me, give me. What was that? Adam? What? Adam Page. Yeah, give me Adam Page. Good luck, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe for Peapod. In the pod. All right. Timeless Tony Storm versus Diana Peruzzo for the women's world championship. Peapod has Tony Storm. I am also going Timeless Tony Storm. All right. Tony Storm. I am also going with Tony Storm. Um, what's next here? We got Edwin Kingston. This is the uh there's like 800 champion here, Continental Crown Championship against Brian Danielson. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Kingston's hand. Wow, sounds like a really crazy stipulation there. Um man. Uh, I'm gonna. I think Kingston gotta lose that belt, so I'm going Danielson. Well, he's holding three belts, so I'm gonna stick with uh, uh, Eddie. Well, it's Paris pick, not yours. Still going with Eddie. I'm going with Eddie too. Sorry, Parrot. And the pod. Uh, Peapod is going Eddie. Eddie as well. All right. So you guys think he's going to be shaking his hand in just the craziest of stipulations. Yep. And uh, next match, which will be your match of the night, some new Japan bangers. I can't wait to watch this one, actually. Will Ospreay against Kanoshke Takeshita. Uh, I would say Takeshita. <laughs> Take a sheet. <laughs> Who does Mr. Pot have? 
uh, Osprey. Well, yeah, I figured so. I think that should be. There ain't no way this motherfucker is gonna. There's lose no it. way Osprey's losing. There's just no fucking way. There's zero chance. This, I mean, this is his first. This is his first match that he's actually signed with them. He's not coming over and some other bullshit. So if they have him lose here, you know that old TK is off his rocker. But apparently, who are you going with? Well, if he can't lose, give me Osprey. <laughs> so he'll lose now. <laughs> Let's hope not. Osprey for me as well. I agree. No way he's losing. Um, AEW TNT Championship Singles Match. Kristen K- Christian Cage, your champion, with Killswitch, Mother Wayne, and the prodigy Nick Wayne versus Daniel Garcia. Which, by the way, did you watch that promo? When he said he's, he, oh my God, I'll, I'll find it. Oh, the one that you sent the, I didn't see the promo, but I, yeah. Oh my I, God. I saw the I'll, text. I'll find it. The um, text was awesome when you, when you Google what it was. Yeah. I mean, Christian Cage is monster heel. I think he's going to keep, he's got three guys in his corner, which will probably all get kicked out of ringside, but he'll find a way to keep the belt. So give me Cage here. Yep. I'm going to. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oh, here you go. Keep it down, I said. We both know why you're the way you are, don't we, Daniel? I know something that these people don't know. People don't know that you had a pretty dark childhood, didn't you, Daniel? Did you? Hey, I have a question for you. Do you know a Jackie Garcia that lives at Two Baker Court in Buffalo, New York? So, can you confirm to me that Jackie was married to David Garcia? So, Parrot, he gave Jackie Garcia and her address. The address is a fucking cemetery. Oh my God, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look it up. You're like, oh shit. Brutal. Old yeah, school. That that's old. That's old school wrestling right there. Old school heat. Because the crowd doesn't even know. I don't even know why they reacted. None of those dumb turds have any idea. Fake ass smart fans. They were probably just reacting that he gave out a, an address live, though. That is also possible. But um, yeah, Christian Cage and uh, Daniel Garcia there, parrot. Uh, give me the Garcia. All right, Gray. Um, Christian. P- uh, Peapod's also got Christian. All right, we have some uh, movement here. Yes, we did. Uh, the Meat Madness match is not happening. It's going to be an all-star scramble. Don't know who's in it yet, uh, but we'll we'll get that when we have it. Thank and then uh, because no one wanted to see a Meat Madness match. And uh, so the uh, the other match in this, FTR, Dax Hardwood, and Cash Wheeler versus the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Who does Mr. Pod have? Mr. Peapod has 
the Blackpool Combat Club, BCC. And you, sir? I'm going to, um, yeah, give me them as well. Parate? I agree. I'll go with them too. Why not? Why not? So the BCC so far across the board. So far. All right. So going into UFC this weekend, March 2nd from the Apex in Las Vegas, UFC fight night. Were you left or right last week? I forget. I was right last week, so we're going to the left, which means you get left for the pay-per-view next week. Perfect. Um, And maybe I should have taken the right. Oh, maybe not. Never mind. Um, <laughs> we're in the apex. Early start time. I think it's like a 1 o'clock start time, by the way. Main card starts at 4 in Vegas. Um, lightweight bout. Small favorite. Minus 162 from the United States. Abdul Kareem Al-Sawadi. Not to get confused with Kareem Abdul, Abdul Kareem. Underdog plus 136 from Tajikistan, Luke Radzagabov. Um, another lightweight bout from Slovakia, Ludovic Klein. And from the United States, drafted in the first round by the Buffalo Bills, A.J. Cunningham. <laughs> and a middleweight bout from England, the minus 298 favorite, Christian Leroy Duncan. Plus 240 dog from Brazil, Claudio Castagnoli Ribeiro. <laughs> a bantamweight bout, big underdog from Canada, plus 500. I man, Zahavi. I have never seen one this big. Minus 700 favorite. Said. Javid Basserhat. A bantamweight bout from Brazil. Vin- Vinicius Oliveira. Wow, these names are fucked today. And from Francais, Giannis Gamori. In a middleweight bout, minus 425 favorite from the United States, Eric Anders. Plus 330, dog from the United States, Jamie Pickett. And to your main card, a flyweight bout, the number ninth ranked flyweight from the United States, Matt Schnell. From Australia, from down under, Steve Ursag. In a bantamweight bout, the number 13th ranked bantamweight from Madarasha, Umar Nergamanamanamanamedov. From Kazakhstan, Bexat Almakan. In a flyweight bout, the number 7th ranked flyweight, a plus 285 underdog from the United States, Alex Perez. And a minus 360 favorite from the United Kingdom, Muhammad Makev. He's a bad mamma jamma. Um, light heavyweight bout, finally. We never get light heavyweight bouts that much anymore. Um, light heavyweight bout, minus 305 favorite from Brazil, Vitor, not Belfort, Petrino. And from Australia, plus 245 dog, Tyson 
chicken Pedro. <laughs> and your main event of the evening, a heavyweight bout, plus 136 dog from Suriname, the number 12th ranked heavyweight, Jarazino Rosenstruck. And from Bahrain, Rusev's brother, minus 162 favorite, Shamil Gaziev. <laughs> swear to God, that's Rusev. Oh, man, that's good. That's great. That's great shit. That's What's great his actual shit. name? Shamil? No, Rusev. Oh, um, his name isn't really probably like Bob or something like that. No, whatever he goes by in AEW is Miro. Yeah, Bob. That's his real, his real name's Bob. Miroslav Petrov. Barney Ashiev. Yeah, so it should be should be a good fight night. You got some good fights on this card. Um, I uh, the card this last weekend, I always put in a dollar parlay on every single fighter, just money line. I started eleven and zero, lost the last two fucking fights. <laughs> what would that have one have paid out? Uh, it was a buck to win, like. I think it was like 348 or something like that. No shit. Yep. Yeah, I had um so and I I had Ruol Rosas and that fight was actually canceled cuz he was sick. So that was obviously voided. Um so I was 11 and 0 going into that fight, it was voided. Then they went right to the co-main. I lost that um because um uh, who was it? Oh, or Brian Ortega looked really good. Um I just was worried after a a year and a half off of rust and he didn't have any, he looked good. Um, and then Brandon Moreno ended up losing in a split decision. Yeah. Brandon Moreno ended up losing in a split decision. Was so, it the right call? I'm not going to lie. After I lost, I didn't give a shit. So I watched the first two rounds and I fell asleep. <laughs> I was all amped up and yeah. You know. So now they're going to have Moreno Roy Vol three. Um, probably not anytime soon, I would think, but I could see it happening. I mean, from what I read you know, from a lot of the, from some of the MMA experts, they said that he just didn't like Moreno just didn't look right. Like it was almost like he was nervous fighting in Mexico and just, you know, to win, just put on a show sort of deal. But I, from the two rounds I saw, I mean, I probably, it was probably one, one, honestly, I think Roval won the first and Moreno won the second. And I fell asleep because I didn't give a shit anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, if, um, if Ortega lost that fight, I was going, I was hedging my bet. I was putting on Roval money line because he was like plus 350. So I wouldn't even had to put that much down to meet that three. You know, I would have had to put down like 100 bucks. I'm not even. It would have been like, yeah, 85 or something like that. So, Neither way but, some cash. Yeah. but whatever. It's all good. Um, can't win them all, so I'll try again this week, just like I do every week. Huh. Need to check that out sometime. All right. I think that's it for this show. Perry, you got anything to add? How were your adventures? My adventures were fun. Um, Florida was fun, except for the rain. A lot of driving. People in Florida are dicks. <laughs> um, and we got a new parrot mobile up here for shows. Yes. New bird wagon. 
Bird pulls up next to me today so I can give him a plate so he can not get pulled over with a uh, Georgia plate. Now he's got the Oklahoma plate in the, in the bird wagon. That truck, though, when it pulled up, I'm like, man, that does not look like an 07. It just doesn't. No. I mean, it's in, I'm, it's in very good shape. It's a Lincoln Mark bear pickup truck, 07. Yeah. So, so it's a glorified Ford. It is, but it it's sharp-looking truck. The dude took care of it. Yes, he did. Lincoln Mark, classy. So the bird, we'll see him soon. Uh, we're gonna have some shows coming up in April. April, April. We have either four or three. We're gonna see. It's a busy month for old uh, parrot and, and gray. Well, parrot will be at two. He's got to, you know, have a kid or something. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> that's what he heard, and we're yeah. gonna end it with that. That's good. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Paper Denimark, Great Key Merch, Sparty Steve, and Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Sorry, I was taking a drink of my sorrows with my last two UFC losses. I'm taking in all the glory with my uh, NASCAR and PGA uh, place right now, and I'm going to take it all in.